You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. Thank, thank you, thank y'all you so, so much. much. What a beautiful bunch in here tonight. I know, some good looking people in here. I see some familiar faces. So, I love um, that. So we had to stall real quick because I had just had ranch dressing spilled all over my pants. Are we good though? Who did that? Who did that? Shout out to the team. I'm not, you, know, you know I'm not going to snitch on nobody. I'm not going to snitch, but... Well, I'm snitching. Let me tell you what happened when I came out here. What there happened? was like, There was like, yeah, big introductions, DJ executive, on his devour, woo! I stepped two feet on the stage. I heard somebody go, where KK? <laughs> <laughs> it came from this area over here. Don't single them out. Don't single them out. Wow. Oh, my yes. God. Look at all these beautiful faces in here tonight. I just... Yes. I have to tell y'all, um, since yesterday... Deval and I have been an emotional wreck, okay? Yeah, yeah. And I just feel like we've been fighting back tears. You know, I haven't had a good cry yet. I need a good, ugly cry. Um, But I'm going to hold it down for y'all tonight. I'm not going to do that. Um, But we're just so, so grateful to all of you who are here tonight. Like, I have to start by saying that. I'm in such a space of of just gratitude and, and trying to be present in this moment and live in this moment. And we just thank y'all so much for coming out tonight. Um, yeah, did y'all this, hear this, the news? Um, yes, we are officially... Did you hear the news? A New York Times best-selling authors for We Over Me. Yes, yes, yes. Thank y'all. So, um... Literally still shaking over that. I can't... 
when when we think about we over me, we do honestly feel like it's we as in all of us yes. over me because I'm telling y'all right now, I know people say this, but this is the truth. There is no us without you. I remember the day I sat out there on the street venting about being left home by myself with the kids. <laughs> and I had Cairo. I had Cairo in my hand. And it was you guys who shared, commented, and told people to watch this guy. He's funny. Watch it. So it was you. So this success is not ours. It's ours. ours. So thank y'all so much. So in my moment of gratitude, I'm going to step into story time. All right. Who here listens to Deadass Podcast? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So y'all know story time is when I tell y'all some of the stuff we be going through, right? So we just <laughs> What's the a, most recent wrote, one? I don't know what story time is today, so I, I didn't feel like tell I'm her. I didn't tell her because it just happened blindsided. yesterday. Blindsided. All right. So we wrote this book called We Over Me, where we talk about how we've developed this communication style to be together, right? And be one, right? So everybody feels like we don't argue no more, right? Wrong. Sure don't. I was about to be in my petty bag yesterday. Let me tell you how. God blocks you from the devil. Because you know how they say in your greatest moments, right? That's when the devil's coming, right? The devil will be coming, marching up on you, right? <laughs> Yesterday, we getting ready to leave, right? I go, hey, baby, where's your watch? You know that she ain't got a watch on, right? Say, where the watch? See, the watch? See, I got a watch on. I got a watch, right? I bought a watch. I bought a watch for Don't my baby too, right? Don't I said, baby, hey, where's your watch? She goes, oh, it's in your book bag. I'm like... I, I have my book bag. I put everything in my book bag. I am not aware of a Rolex in my bag. Diamond-encrusted Rolex at that. And I said, no, I'm pretty sure it's not in my bag. She goes, oh, that's fine. It must be in my bag. And she was like, do, 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 do. Walked over to her bag, and I'm watching. I'm like, she's in her bag. I'm like this. Look at no Rolex. She done spilled everything out, everything out in the bag, all this stuff, stuff. So now I'm getting mad. And we getting ready to do the other show that we just left. We were in Houston. Houston yeah. So now I'm getting pissed, right? And I'm like, in this moment, right? I don't want to say I told you so. But I have to say I told you so. And we had made a pact that we were not going to be petty. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I have, so this is how the petty war started. In 2009. Oh, Lord. Now he's pulling up receipts. Can I tell my story? Man, don't buy that. Dig up the dirt, man. Don't dig up the dirt. 2009, we had a white Cadillac, right? We had two pair of car keys. One day, there was only one car key in the drawer. I'm like, yo, that's my car key. She's like, no, this is my car key. I said, no. You always lose your car keys. No, I don't lose car keys. Da, da, da. So we had a whole two-week argument about who lost the car key. Since 2009, I have kept a log of all the things Kadeen has lost. <laughs> including a bracelet last November that I bought her that she lost. So this was going to be piece my number 17, right? right? So I walked right over to my phone in my notes with all of the list of things that she has lost. He really had a list, y'all. And I was getting ready to walk right over to her and say, hey, babe, since you always claim I lose stuff, let's go over these lists of things. And while I'm getting ready to be petty, Denora comes over with her phone out and goes, guess what, guys? You are New York Times <laughs> best-selling authors! 
I said, let's go. Fuck that Rolex. <laughs> Literally. Well, I swear. I was like, buy me a new watch I swear. now. I swear. I guess somebody had a really good Valentine's Day because that watch was left in my D.C. hotel room, I think. I even offered a reward. I was like, I'll give y'all a reward. Like, it has sentimental value. They were like, fuck your sentimental value. <laughs> y'all said, oh, are y'all on for her or on for me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that moment changed very quickly because the tears yes. that were about to flow, sad tears, because of the vows list of the things that I've lost. Listen, I have to keep track of you and four boys. So if I lose shit along the way, listen. I knew y'all was going to clap course. for that. What, yo, it is par for what, the course. One thing y'all gonna do is clap for Kay. Yes, they will. Y'all be Thank clapping. You. She don't be making no Thank sense you. sometimes. <laughs> Kay just fuck. Y'all be like, yes. Yes, and it don't stink I neither. don't even do that. Who farts? I don't even Listen, fart. You, your, your clan, your clan. Whatever. One thing women gonna do is back each other up. Whatever. I was, <laughs> I was trying to stand 10 toes down for the men last show, right? We Didn't were having work. a little argument, right? And I was still giving my points across. And I was like, right, gentlemen? And it was like... <laughs> I was like, did I say right, gentlemen? We they had, ain't say nothing. We it had was so all... many couples in the house, too, last night. So I said, Deval, they're not going to agree with you. They're trying to go home and get laid. They're not about to agree with you That's the day after Valentine's Day. So you had to just quit while you were That's ahead. Why I stopped. Because I know, trying to go I know home the and get struggle. Some ass. What you mean? Gentlemen, I know the struggle. I seen all of them. I was like, ain't that right? They was looking at that girl like... <laughs> I said, fine. How I'm many couples do we have in the house tonight? Oh, that's a lot Man, of that's a lot of couples. How about single women? Yeah, it's giving girls night. Single men. <laughs> See? Never. So, they got the game fucked up, y'all. They need to be here facts. to meet the single women. Hello? Facts. Yo, when I, I, I realized that when we went to Essence Fence in 2018... I saw all these single women out there, beautiful single women, and I was just like, yo, if I was a single guy right now, there'd be so many options. But I don't think single guys know where to find single women who are looking put to the be word in a relationship. Out. So what we'll do is my guys who are here tonight with their you know, partners, you got to tell y'all single friends. This is where you got to come to meet single women, right? Spread the Thanks. word. So after story time on the podcast, what's typically next? What's next? Karaoke. Karaoke. Very nice. We're going to help y'all. You're going to help us sing tonight, right? Because y'all already know I... What you All got right. for us, DJ, on karaoke? Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, 
it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs, classic clogs, and sandals have both covered. When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbet charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know... It doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here, they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushion. That's right. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Who here has questions for us? Yeah. Anybody? Anybody but this front table right here. I'm playing, I'm playing, So we, I'm playing. we like to turn it over to y'all and make this kind of like an interactive <laughs> listener letter segment. So many people write into the portion of the show, and that's my favorite portion. So we love to hear from y'all. That way you can ask us about anything. It could be related to the book, if y'all want to know about the book, anything yes. else. So go ahead, do your thing. Tribble's down front. Dribble! What's up? Hey, I love your glasses. First of all, stand up and let everybody see your outfit and your glasses because, baby. Okay, flyness. Okay, flyness. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> that was air quotes. Why is, why is that air quotes? Anywho. He went to the bathroom. He knew you had a question, so he dipped. Okay. He shot. Oh, man. He shot. <laughs> Okay, but I know y'all have talked a lot about how y'all started off in, the, you know, your businesses and stuff like that. So we're at a point of trying to start our businesses, but we just come out of like a depression stage. So how do you overcome that fear of failure and just allow your business to take off? That is a great Very question. Good question. So this is going to sound crazy, right? 
Y'all got six kids. Oh. I see you, mama. Can you? This is she's contributing to Black History Month right here. Right Live here. and in living color. This table right here. <laughs> yes, sir. Give the Five power boys to them. And one Five girl. Boys and Where's one the girl? girl? Yes. In the middle to end. Wow. Yes, so congratulations. The is a girl. Good for y'all. Congratulations. So this is gonna sound crazy, right? But I do not believe in failure. I don't. I believe that the greatest lessons you learn are in quote-unquote losses. So even when you fail, right, you really don't fail until you quit altogether. If you keep trying, Kay will tell you how many times I've tried to start businesses and started and started and started, and finally it was like, bow, it works. Everybody sees when it works, but they didn't see the three, four years when you were doing all the other shit that didn't work. So don't even think about failure. Just say I'm going to keep doing it until it gets done. That's a fact. Because the Valen Kadeen... Yeah, go ahead. Clap for my husband, y'all. You better clap. That's why I love this woman right here. You better clap for my... I've seen a couple little field there. It's not that kind of show. But if y'all want to OnlyFans, just say so. <laughs> Shit, we got a lot of kids to feed, too. Uh, Meg and the blue light. You already know about the blue light special. Uh, but Devalon Kadeen that y'all see here today is literally 20 years in the making. Right. Yeah. And it's amazing when folks come to us and they admire, you know, the relationship that we have or even just us as individuals. And we accept it and we receive it and we love it. But we don't profess to be anybody's couple goals because on a day to day basis, Deval and I are still trying to figure things out. Right. We be arguing. We was arguing on the way here in the car. That's how it, just, it, be. it just be like this. It just be like you know? that. Um, but I say that to say the best part about the 20 year process for us is that we've had each other. Mm -hmm. Oh, hubby's back now. You was nervous that we was going to put Congratulations. Six kids. Six kids. For your contribution. We know your whole story. Yes. For your contribution. No, no, you didn't have six kids. She had the six kids. Yes, right. yes. yes. But yes. thank you for your contribution in Black History Month is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they down here loving each other. I love that. Uh-huh. Um, but doing it together, doing it as a team has literally been the best part of the process, Right. In the book, too, we discussed how we felt like at 18 and 19 years old when we met each other, we were so in love and we were so bought into each other that we didn't realize the detriment that it could have caused to us as individuals, right? Because I had my mom and other women around me saying, like, Kadeen, like, you're so invested in this guy and you don't even know who you are yet. Like, have you taken the time to figure out you so he can figure out him? And of course, it was, it was daunting in the beginning because I'm trying to find myself as a young woman, but also trying to consider him and his feelings at the same time. So I was asked in a different show, you know, if we would do things differently, you know, as individuals. And if we didn't get together, how do we think things would be? I think we'd both be successful in our own right, but nothing beats doing it together. Facts. So having the support it's facts. It's facts. and doing the businesses together, you know, it's definitely um, been a great process for us because in the failures or in those moments where you feel like they're dark times and you're trying to pull yourself out of something or trying to jumpstart something, having someone that you can vent to or lean on or just kind of run something by without any kind of judgment or fear is the best part of this whole thing. So shout out to my husband. Yeah, shout out to and my shout wife out to too. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Keep for doing it. For your business it. ventures, right? Daffy, and I'm going to tell y'all right now, handshake. I can I love tell that. by this interaction yes. that this is genuine right here. For sure. Because you grabbed that woman and you hugged her yes. when you came back. So this this something here yes keep that there you go I, that's your I best friend best i see friend it stuff. and uh, i Wait, see it as black love dance and whole handshake i love it it's i love seeing see. it i love it. you know what's see. funny though you know how many uh 
DMs I get from people who saying like I didn't they've never seen this before. And I try to explain to them that this is not an anomaly. It's just not seen. But this is not an anomaly like all of the all of my friends who I graduated college with, right? They played in the NFL. Willie Colon, Stephen Bowen, uh who else? Kyle Arrington, Marcus Colson are all married. These are guys who play in the NFL, all married to beautiful black women. And they have families and they, they're doing it together. They'll never tell you that story, but it's out there. So I don't want anyone to ever feel like, oh, we're the only ones. No. There's, and, and you look around and there's so many right here. So first of all, clap it up for yourselves. Yes, yes. for sure. And one piece of advice that I do have for you if you go into business together, because Deval and I do a lot of our businesses together, even just writing this book was sometimes a struggle and a fight. And I was just like, we're supposed to be in, in, inspiring people, my guy, but we're over here fighting over writing a book. Um, that, that was like the craziest process ever. Um, but know when to clock out, right? Know when you just want your best friend and not your business partner, um, especially when your work ethic or your processes may be different. You have to respect that because Deval and I ran into that a lot um, depending on what business venture came along our way. Um, he's, you know, workaholic. He never puts it down until it's done. Me, I got to take time and let it marinate, come back, feed, breastfeed a couple kids, come back, you know, do a, change a couple diapers, come back. So our processes are different, so respect that, you know, and, and learn when you have to just get your best friend back and not have a business partner. Yes, Keep ma'am. that in mind. For balance, if you will. Next, what's Tribble at? Right. Tribble. Tribble. Making her way around. Mm-hmm. Tribble, Tribble. I have one over here. Okay, I got first. <laughs> I love both of you guys. I watch on all his shows and I watch all y'all kids. Y'all will look great. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. You gonna come watch them for real though? Yeah. I watch because Mimi needs a break, y'all, okay? I watch the grandparents, all y'all. So <laughs> you can watch hilarious. the grandparents too. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. But um I'm married for 23 years. We've been together 32. Ooh, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. I'm in college and it's hard and I just want to have some tips for him to understand that I'm working full-time. I'm a wife full-time. Um, I have kids. Well, grown kids. I mm-hmm. have a grandbaby and I'm in school full-time and he doesn't understand. I graduated in May. Oh, you right around the corner. Okay, congrats. You right around the corner. Go ahead. The finish line is right there. He's not understanding. And he, he didn't understand why I waited till I was turned 40-something to go back to school. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get so it. So is he feeling a little neglected now? Is that what it is? He wants his, he wants his best friend, right? Mm-hmm. But I think you do deserve, though, even at whatever age you are, to follow whatever that dream it is that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. shout out to you for doing that. Um, Because I don't think it's ever too late to to chase a dream or to achieve a goal. So I think that's amazing. Um, But do you carve out time for him too? Because Mm. I think that one thing I used to do with DeVal is I used to expect him to just understand, right? And be less. He knows that I have a career. He knows Mm -hmm. that I have children or we have children. There's a lot of things happening, a lot of moving parts. So I always just was expecting for him to just understand because he's the adult, like I'm the adult in the house, right? The kids need something. But we even said it in our book. There's a chapter says that, that says the kids aren't first. And that's literally how we operate in our house. If he and I are on the same page, yeah. if he and I are disconnected, then the whole shit falls apart. Right? So I know you have a lot of things on your plate, but I want to encourage you to tap into that time that you're going to need with him because he needs it. And he's clearly begging for it. 
right? So that's my perspective. I can help, you know, just because I know what that feels like to feel like you have so many things going on, but your husband feels like, like, damn, you should just know May is right around the corner. Just hold tight. You know, I'm almost done. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a, a lot. That's a Full-time, lot. Full time, five classes. That's a lot. That's a well. Shout out, shout out to you. Um, that is a lot for a mom, grandma, wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still work full time job, and but this is the thing I, I want you to just understand from a man's perspective, right? We grow up men, and we're taught happy wife, happy life. When you choose a wife, your purpose then is to make sure that you help your wife get whatever she needs or she wants. And a lot of times, we're even told. Your wife is going to give you what she can when she can and just don't nag and accept whatever it is. And what happens is with both parties, we, we are expected to just be like, oh, he'll be fine. I'll do it tomorrow until tomorrow becomes a week and then the weeks becomes a month. And then it's, well, I got all these other things to do. It's like, well, when am I going to stop being the last priority? And we had this conversation and also to him, right? This is one thing I learned, gentlemen. I speak to gentlemen. I am unafraid to tell my wife what I need, what I want, and what I desire. Because in real the same time. Way, in real time. Because the same way I make it my purpose to make sure that my wife has everything she wants and needs and desires, I deserve for it to be reciprocated. And what I no longer do is sit back with my mouth shut and say, she better figure this shit out or I'm going to be pissed. I don't do that no more. Now, y'all can clap for me now, but immature young Deval. We used to sit back like this and be like, it's been two days. Tomorrow's Friday. If she don't touch this thing tomorrow, I'm going to be in a bad mood. Then tomorrow bad, come bad around, she's been working, and I'll just be looking for any reason to start an argument. I hear that thing go up. Doo, doo. I'm like, you turn down the heat again? What you turning down the heat for? You know I like it. And then, then we arguing about the heat when I know what it's about. We know he's it's in a, heat. It's about me he's not getting heat. what I That's need. That's what it is. Absolutely. In heat. Absolutely. So what I'll say to you is sit down with your husband and be like, baby, what exactly do you need? And you have 24 hours. You can find 30 minutes to an hour to be like, baby, I'm going to make sure this time is your time. Because I can guarantee you, y'all been married this long. He does that for you, doesn't he? Oh, well, plot twist. Where he at? Is he here tonight? He's not here tonight. So listen. So you two. He wanted Fatima to be here, and I told him no K's gonna be here. Okay. (laughs) You two need to to sit down and have a conversation. Yes. That is the truth. If y'all have a conversation, talk about your needs and wants and get to that. Both of you, not just you. Tell him to do that too, and I'll call Fatima. No, I'm lying. (laughs) I ain't calling Fatima. Y'all to talk about that, but try to carve out some time for each yeah, other because for sure. it's not easy, especially being married that long. Yeah, it's not. And you easy. know, we talk about service a lot, being of service to each other. So if you look at the book, the title is "We Over Me," but the subtitle is "The Counterintuitive Approach to Getting Everything You Want Out of Your Relationship." And we say that because when you think of the approach most people take to a relationship maybe even newer relationships, is finding someone who checks all the boxes on the list of things that you want your partner to have, right? But how many people really think about, let me be a whole, complete, happy individual who is willing to be of service to someone in this relationship, right? So that's what we meant by the counterintuitive approach. It's a different way to think about relationships where it's service-based. So my, my reply to you with that, double down on everything else that we've already said, is... Try to find a way to be of service to him, maybe waking up one morning and saying, you know what, babe, what can I do today to take something off your plate? How can I make your day better today? 
And you'll be surprised it may be something real simple that you can do where he feels the appreciation enough to say, you know what, I'm going to reciprocate that and do something for you today because you thought about me. And it's little things. You can start there and see how he receives that, you know, and that can maybe open the door for more conversation later. All right. Facts. Hopefully that helps. <laughs> All right, Denora, right. we on you now. Please don't throw nothing up here now. Last time. <laughs> Hello. My name Hi. Is Ellis. Okay, oh, what's up, cuz? What's up, yes. cuz? Yes. This table been we lit since we here. got here too. Harlem. Oh, you from I New York? Love that. No, but um, that was the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, because okay, I named him after my best friend, the love of my life. Um, he is born and raised in Harlem. So this past weekend, I actually went to visit, and I do it every year. My question is, I want to move to New York, but I have three kids. So, she said, don't. What advice can you give raising three black children in New York in the move to New York? Because it's going to happen. Well, this is the first thing. Cost of living. That's the first thing. Six figures. Like, no big deal. Oh, so you're going to move there with him? Yes. So he'll be your partner. You're moving to Harlem? So you're here by yourself. To Harlem. Two bathrooms. His mom owns it. Like, so, so you're okay. here by yourself, yes. and you're gonna move with him, and this is your best friend. This is my best friend, love of my life. Like he told me this weekend, I complete him. He complete. Oh, so you going to chase your love, huh? Yes. You I better get. So why are you still here? Why are you still here? You should be on a plane to Harlem right now, right now. I came back crying this weekend. She can tell you, I came back crying because I do not belong here. I belong there. Aww. So why are you asking us? Go. What, is, go. what are you doing? Denora, take the mic from her. Let her go now. No, just kidding. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, go do your thing. And then the other part of your question, raising three black boys in New York. Yes. I mean, for us in New York, the biggest thing was, of course, cost of living as our family grew. But the good thing about New York is that it's so diverse. Right. So it's a great place to raise children for that reason, because they're not just going to be the only ones. Versus some places that you go to that are outside of New York where it's not as diverse and you find that your child is the one or the only in a classroom. So that's a benefit of being in New York but um, for sure with uh, black children. The public school system in New York is trash. Trash. And there are so many schools. Like you, you could be on one block and there'll be four schools in that area. And depending on where you zoned, you can end up on a school that's overcrowded. Yes. Uh, may have issues, you know, with um, poor teaching. Like there's a lot of issues in New York. Of course, especially if you live in Harlem, Harlem has a lot of buildings. So you're going to deal with overcrowding already. You know, and then you're going to have to deal with uh, transportation. How old are your boys real quick? Oh, so you have a seven, five, Girl, so, so they will okay. never be taken in transportation by themselves anyway. All right. My only concern for you would be the public school system. Work your hardest to get them in the best school possible. And if you can, find out all the ratings for all the schools. Get your kids tested for gifted and talented. That's what we did with Cairo and Jackson. And once you get those scores, you get an opportunity to pick which school, depending on how many residents live in that zip code. So even so, there's still more to go into it as far as picking the schools. But I will also say this. If you supplement their education with tutoring like we did, I don't let no school system train our kids. I'm just not doing that. We teach them about everything. From black history to a higher level of mathematics to uh, entrepreneurship. There are just things that they have to learn that they'll never learn in the school system. So if you're the type of parent that is on top of that, 
then they can go to school anywhere and then you just supplement at home. And you have so. your best friend doing it with you. I mean, Facts. what better than that? Good luck to you, sis. Good luck. Thank you for the question. We have one over here. Yo! Hey, what up, bro? What up, fam? What Fam up? Familiar face out there. All right, my question is simple. Okay. Curry chicken or chicken curry? Oh! <laughs> curry chicken all day. <laughs> it's curry chicken, it's man. It's curry chicken. It's curry chicken. Yes! It is not chicken. There's a lot you. of people who are not West Indian. They're like, what is that? What is that? I know what it is. <laughs> Any West Indians in the house? Hey, ba, See, ba, 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 it's curry chicken. Yes, thank you. Where we got? Guyana, where else? It's not not my best friend. Best friend, I'm surprised it's you. They gonna fight y'all. It's a whole it's a whole debate. Whatever it is, it tastes good, I tell you that. That yeah, my father can my father can throw down on some curry curry chicken and roti. Yes. Shout out to my island massive. On this side. Hi. Ah, here we are. I'm sorry. I didn't. Hi, everyone. Hi. What's up? I have a question. Okay. Does, but I just wanted to say hello to y'all. What's up? Hey, girl. Oh, that's oh, all right. Oh, it's all good. Hey, friend. Hello. Hi. What's up? So my question is more so for kind of devout. Um, I hear a lot as a single woman that um, I have a lot of masculine energy. How do you cater to that or get out of that error? How do you cater out of that? Like, how can you, like, dictate that from men? Like, getting that vibe out of men? So, this is, this is my thing with the whole masculine energy thing, right? If you understand, once again, black history and what black women have had to endure in this country, right? Let's be honest. There has been no point in the black family unit since 1619 where the black woman has been a stay-at-home mom and has been able to sit in her feminine energy, right? Black women have always had to work. Even when they was done with slavery, slavery was done, reconstruction happened, black women still had to earn in order to help the household make money. So black women have always been accused of being the more masculine of all of the women in the world. Find you a man that understands history and understands you, and that won't be a problem. Because... She got a lot of masculine energy. She does. She talk a lot. She be doing everything. She don't like to listen. She likes to lead. She likes to be in control. And I love it. You want to know why I love it? Because I know I married a boss. When I'm not around, this is the woman that's going to be helping raise my kids. When I'm not around, I'm not concerned. Because if somebody stepped to my wife or my kids the wrong way, my wife got it until I get there. You understand what I'm saying? We're going to hold it down. But I'm, sec- I'm secure in my manhood to know that if I'm approaching a black woman and she may be a little more boisterous or quote unquote aggressive, aggressive. I don't call it aggressive. I grew up in New York. In New York, you can walk by and a chick will be like, what's good, my nigga? That's, that's the women. And the, and the dudes be like, what's up, ma? What's up, ma? It's a love and, language. And y'all just be going back and forth. What's good with you? Let me get that number. What's up then? Like, that's how y'all talk to each that's other. That's pretty much how I bagged the Val, y'all. She that's literally wa- how... I bagged she- him, girl. You didn't know? Y'all didn't know that? Yeah, I did. Read the book, sis. Yo. So I tell the whole story. Masculine energy don't mean nothing to me. As a man, it was like, this is something I'm about to conquer here. Right. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. walked right up on me. I was standing there minding my business. I was 18. She walked right up on me and said, Deval and Brian Ellis. Said me and my brother's name. I was like, dang, you fine? I didn't say that. I was 18. So I was trying to be cool. So I was like, what's up? And she was just like, you don't know me, do you? I was just like, I'm trying to get to know you. And then she followed me around the whole banquet and talked to me the whole time. Ain't nobody was following nobody, but I was keeping she my lying. eye on you. You didn't follow me around? I mean, you were in the distance. Oh, she capping, y'all. She capping. I knew she he was going to be there, so I was prepared for him. I was prepared. She came and I got me. I was going to shoot my shot that day. I she did. She came and got me. Buckets. Wet. She did. Swish. That's but curry. We say all that. Swish. All of my friends who married women, all of their women are like that. Multiple, multiple degrees. Super educated. They all make their own money. That's a black they, woman for They you, are yes. all just like that. And they all have relationships where they can talk. And at certain times, she knows when to just chill and let daddy do daddy. That's a fact. Because that's part of it. I let her be a queen when, when she needs to be or wants to be a queen. But when it's time to do things and it's time for me to lead, she'll sit back because she know I got her. Yeah. There's never a power you know, struggle here. no power struggle. No, it's, it's understanding. Understanding. You know? Whoever's equipped in that moment to do whatever the task is, is going right. to get it done. But don't dim your light. Because you, you'll you never be you comfortable are. dimming your light. Nope. You'll dim your light, find a guy who likes you dimmed. And every time you try to shine, he's going to be like, what are you doing? I don't yep. need you to shine. Don't nope. dim it. Stay who you are. Find somebody for you. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Hope that helps. Yes. Over here. Yes. Love that. Hey, girl. Hey. What's up? My name is Tamara. So I'm a twin mom as well. I'm married to this fine doctor myself. Okay, Ooh, fine doctor. Y'all in love. Triple. I see y'all, y'all in love. Triple, I can't see fine doctor. Slide over. Okay, doctor. <laughs> Yo, my man's Shine a light on him. <laughs> Shine a light on him. <laughs> Call me Dr. Love, baby. Dr. Love. Call me Dr. Y'all love, Y'all cute. Y'all cute. No, no, seriously. So we have four kids as well. We've Shout been married. Actually, we have been together since I was 18. I'm wow. now about to be 38. There you okay. go. So, okay. so right we've been together. Yeah. Yes. That's why I love you so much, KK. Oh, I love you, bad girl. I feel like we have so much in common, but our kids are a little bit older. I have a daughter now that's about to go to AMU. I saw somebody in here with that AMU. Congratulations. Let's go. Nice. Congrats. She just committed for volleyball. So my question to y'all is, four kids deep, we've been in this years how do we just keep the spark alive? Like, I know now y'all are business oriented, which I have my own business. He's doing his executive thing in his business. How do y'all keep the spark alive? Because that's where I feel like it's like a love connection thing when it comes to the kids, yeah. the business, the... Lots of things. Ooh, baby. I know it's loaded, but let's just get to the nitty gritty kind of sort. I got yes, you. For sure. It's funny because we literally are like mirror images, right? The four kids and the 38 and all that stuff. Um, for Deval and I, we realized that we just don't function well when we're disconnected. So we had to start taking things back to the basics, right? We think about the times that, and I think what sparked this recently for us was writing the book because we had to call on so many moments and so many memories over the years. And we too have struggled with the whole keeping the spark or feeling like we're in love one moment, like, you know, continuously loving each other, but are we in love in that moment or not? Um, and it's because of the load of just life. So we realized that in writing the book, there were certain moments and times and places in our life where we realized, wow, we didn't have 
shit. Like we had nothing. Like we were broke. We were starting over. You know, we were in college. We all had meal points. That's all we had. But what were the basic things that we enjoyed doing? Because this was my homie and my best friend. So I started taking it back to, to, to nostalgic moments that we used to have. Right. So reinstituting date night because we had a busy year last year and that was kind of falling by the wayside. So it's letting Mimi and Papa know, all right, y'all, it's going down tonight. It's date night. Hold the kids down for us real quick. And I mean, one night it was just a matter of putting on New York Undercover because we used to watch that all the time in, uh, in college. And I put on these little boy shorts that he likes with a crop top because I used to wear it around the dorm room in college. And we sat down. I made dinner. We played cards while we watched New York Undercover. That was something that we did in college when we had nothing. We just had each other and good times. So little moments like that was calling on him to be like, oh, you know, like you actually thought of something that we did when we really just had nothing but each other and good times. So those little moments over the years have helped to kind of reinstitute that spark, to, to, to reignite it, rather. So what I did was ask her exactly what she wanted and gave her what she wanted. And I told her exactly what I wanted and said, if you don't give me what I want, then we're going to have a problem. Bottom line, I'm not going to make it all glamorous. It was like, That yo, was my approach. His yes, approach was this. My approach was to tell her, like, yo, if I come in the house and you have on a robe and your hair look crazy and you got on flip-flops and you ain't take a shower all day, <laughs> don't roll over next to me late at night. Because it be like, like that, too, Come sometimes. on, babe, let's have sex. I, I'm not with that. We're not doing that I'm no not more. with that. I would like for you to put on the shorts that I like that you wear. I would like for you to put that crop top on. Mm -hmm. And I would like that earlier enough in the night where I can enjoy that. So it's not a thing where you dress up and just get right in the bed. Like, that's my love language. I'm a visual learner. I'm a visual <laughs> lover. You know what I'm saying? Let's just be visual. And he's a full-time, um, all-the-time student. Okay. Absolutely. Always learning. I'm always learning. Always learning. There's always something new to discover. But, but for me, it was us getting to a point where... No longer saying, let's figure out what each other wants. Yeah. Tell me what you want. That wastes so much when, time. Y'all don't got time to waste? Yes. And it goes both ways. Mm -hmm. She said to me, I, I get more in the mood when I travel and I'm outside. Bet. Boom. Mimi, you got the babies. We going here this month. You know, it's just being deliberate about it and mm -hmm. not trying to figure it out because nobody got time for that. You know, and we're, we're at a point now in our relationship where when I tell you what I need or what I want, don't mm -hmm. judge me for it. Yeah. Make a choice to do to do it, or we cannot be together. But you staying in a Who's relationship. Who's not gonna be together? Can I finish my thought? Can I finish, can I finish my thought? He got me fucked up. <laughs> finish my thought. Are we not gonna be together? When was that ever an option? Remember, remember when I told you she had mad masculine energy? Remember Listen. I told you that was a little glimpse of it. She she be getting a twitch. She be like, "What you mean? We not gonna be together?" I'm like, "Sorry." Sorry, I was this, finishing my statement. This I didn't, Texas cold got to him, y'all. I'm, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. All I'm right, not, matter of fact, just checking. I'm right here. Let me just sit right here so there you, you know. There you go. Me. Thank you. So I'm I know a, it's I'm real. I'm blink two times and I'm okay, guys. <laughs> but no, but uh, seriously, it's really that simple and people don't ever want to hear it because especially in social media, right? You tell your wife on social media, I like when you wear the shorts. Then the arguments is, why she got to wear shorts? Why you can't like her? I, I, listen, I'm telling her what I like. When she says to me she want to travel, I don't hear nobody saying, why we got to know. She going to tell me what she like. That's my wife. I'm going to give her what she like. I'm going to tell her what I like. I'm a husband. She going to give me what I like. If we can't do that, then we just shouldn't be together, period. And that's, that's what keeps... You all right over here? I just don't like that jargon. 
I don't. I'm not going to say it, but you understand, right? But you get it. The choice is what the choices are. And once you choose to be here, you choose to oblige your partner because you want to be of service. You can't act like it's moving mountains every time your partner say they want to do something. Oh, and here's the thing. I'm going to just say this. Sorry. When you want to be in a relationship and you want to be in a, mon a monogamous relationship, and now your husband says, baby, you know, I like when you do this, and they want to be up on you and share that monogamy with you, when you suck your teeth and do something like, oh, come on, we don't like that shit, bro. Like, Clearly he's married to a West Indian who is always stoops and all yeah, day. Yeah, like, and to be Here honest, again. it ain't fair. Like, I'm just being real. Like, if we're talking about intimacy and stuff like that, one partner is always going to have a higher sex drive than the other. It's not always the man. Sometimes it's the woman. Sometimes women have higher sex drives. You know what I'm saying? Where's she at? Did any women here have high sex drives? So boom. So this is my thing. Okay. And I've and I've spoke to I got a homeboy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna out him. But his girl turned 40 and she like on him. Like, yo, my man's <laughs> where's that? And he be masculine he be, energy. He be with us, be like, bro, man, it's like every day I come home. <laughs> And I say to him, you ask that woman to marry you, right? You have an obligation to make sure that her wants and needs need have to be met. That's a fact. Are you going to say, nah, I'm not in the mood and then leave her to her own devices? It's not fair for you to do that to that woman. You, you hear that? Yeah. It's not fair for these women to do that to these men. You right. Oh, you gave me the you right? Oh. Because we did this yesterday in Houston. And when I did that, the women said, Wow. <laughs> Wow. But, but is that true, though? Do we have any women over 40 here that can, can vouch for the sex drive going up after 40? Yeah? I had no clock. Well, you turn 40 in December. I sure as hell do. We can push the clock up. We, Buckle yep, up. I'll celebrate your Buckle birthday up. tomorrow. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> <laughs> You got no. a couple more months, bro. I know it's just fine. <laughs> we've been we've been doing all right, but but in full full transparency, I don't know if this is a little bit too much to share. But in full transparency, well, I told him I shit in a ziploc bag. We can't go no worse than that. <laughs> in full transparency, I take care of my wife. My wife take takes care of me. Like that's just that's just it. I'm not gonna give y'all the details, but my wife takes care of me. That's the reason why I be up here happy and smiling with y'all. Because I be taking care of. I do of, it you know for you. You know what I'm saying? It's not about me or him. It's about you. <laughs> she be taking care of me. So, and we, we reciprocate it. You know, when that American Express bill come around, I know what your love language is. Shit. Baby. Brace just, yourself. Like, God damn. Let me just hit that button. Gosh. So, just take care of each other, man. Y'all yeah, got it. Do that. Y'all got it. Y'all been in it this deep. Keep yes. it going. I love that for you. We got time for maybe one or two more questions. What's up, Pasha? I'm originally from Chicago. Okay. okay. Scream your wife out. Let's go. Cheer for his wife. Yeah. Cheer for his wife. That's what I'm talking about. That's the, he gonna get some pussy when he get home. Shit. That's That's gonna, so come here. Let's go. Let's go. That's my wife! <laughs> Ask your question, baby. Soon as we get in the car, you better not fall asleep in the car. You better stay your ass All right, up. don't give her too many drinks now. He gonna be driving like this. Hey, hey, hey. 
We right here. Wake up. That's how I be, bro. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, I put in on y'all, um, like, G, I was like... You did. Come to Dallas. And we here. We here. definitely a fan. Like, I watched the team up. I listened to y'all podcast. Thank you so I much. I watch, um, Sisters, like... Yes. Talk about it. But you all have definitely inspired me to, like, go for my dreams, my aspirations, listen to my husband a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit goes a long way. Yes, we've been together since high school, so it's like... Congrats to that. Thank you. To read a book and be inspired through, like, listening to some positive words and affirmations, it really does a lot to me. And I'm pursuing my master's in early literacy. There you go. There you go. Good for you. Nurturing Minds Preparatory Academy. That's going to be opening up in June. Okay. Of this year. That's what I'm talking about. It turned into an ad real quick. Register your kids right now. We take cash up. I'm ready at the front door. No, stop. Nobody's shooting. So you can't even make that joke no more. And be influenced. Like, you all um, bring people around to influence your children as well. And I know that you all have um, Crystal as your, you know, your... The coldest godmother, mm-hmm. yes. And Denora. And Denora, one of. Okay, make sure. Yes. Masculine energy. Masculine energy. <laughs> yes. What do you do? Like, we're not from here. Okay, yeah, I um, thank you for your question and good luck to everything you have going on. That's amazing. You know what's funny? When we first moved to, to Georgia, although I did have my mom and dad, I went to Jackson's uh, sneak peek at school, right? Sneak peek event. So it's like the first day, open night, whatever. And I was about seven ish months pregnant with Dakota. So I was like, listen, I'm about to find me some nice black people up in the school that I can be friends with. So I literally went in there scoping out the scene like, who can I approach to be friends with? Because I understand the value of if I didn't have my parents, for example, or they're in New York or they're somewhere, who can I help? Who can I rely on to help us in those moments? Right. Because we can't trust everybody. So I literally found the cutest couple with their son who happened to be in a class opposite Jackson, same grade. And I went up to them and I introduced myself and I'm just like, hey, y'all, we're new to Georgia. This is my son, Jackson. Jackson, introduce yourself to his, you know, Embarrassed the shit out of Jackson. Literally. Jackson came home pissed. Pissed. Walked in the door. I was like, yo, what's wrong pissed. with you? She said, oh, mom. <laughs> I said, mom, what, being mom. What happened? He's like, man, this is another kid in there. His name Graylin. She going to talk about some y'all introduce each other. Then she's staring at us like this the whole time. <laughs> So I was like, what's up? And he was like, he was like, you know, you told me be from Brooklyn, you gotta size people up. I couldn't even size them up first because mommy's staring at me in my face. <laughs> then he was like, can you just come next time? Don't let her come by herself. I was like, I, was like, I got you. But, but, but guess who Jackson's best, best friend yeah. is now? Yup. Yep. Mama be knowing. I said these are some decent folks, yep. hardworking black people just like us. 
okay? And if I'm trying to expand my village, because what we're not going to do is have my friends, my kid, my kid friends with people we don't know, because you know, you got to know the parents too. I want to know your grandmother, your auntie, your uncle, all of them. So Jackson became friends with him, and that was an extension of the village. So now Jackson's on the debate team with Graylin, and here we are in Dallas. Jackson had debate team practice today, and we had nobody to pick him up. Who brought him home? Graylin's dad, right? So it's just about scouting out the area, just being in the circles where your kids are, see who they kind of naturally gravitate to with friendships even, and seeing if you can kind of rely on that because it's hard to leave your children with people that you don't really know. I'd rather keep them. How old are your kids? Oh, oh, you only have one and he's three because I'm about to say leave him home by himself, but you can't do that. <laughs> or if you have older kids, like there's a 16-year-old in the house, it's like you're going to babysit tonight. You didn't even know it. Um, but yeah, the village does definitely help in terms of balance. I mean, balance is really hard to find. A lot of times yeah. the chips have to fall where they fall and it's necessary sometimes to kind of recalibrate and reprioritize what needs to get done. But lean on each other, man. Lean on each other. Sometimes Deval has to tap me out if we don't have Mimi and Papa nearby or you know a godparent nearby that we can trust. Um, Deval can see in my eyes sometimes that I'm just like, yeah. I just need help. I need I'm a like, moment. I need an hour. Just go to sleep. Yeah, I, I, I need an it. hour, you know, and just tag team with each other because that's also necessary to have your individual time as well. So um, good luck to y'all with that, with everything you have going on. Absolutely. We got time for one more question, or that's it. Dang, that went fast. It? Oh my god! I felt like we can talk all night with y'all. Did y'all have a good time? Yeah. Yeah, we Did appreciate y'all. Did you have y'all. a good time? Yeah. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs, classic clogs, and sandals have both covered. When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbish charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know... It doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here, they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushion. That's right. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies and life-saving measures. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? You, along with the American Red Cross, regardless of your blood type, can help by donating blood. Every day, our blood saves lives and eases the pain for those living with sickle cell. When you donate blood, there is a direct positive impact within our community. Right now, there is great need for blood donations in the African-American community. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's kind of weird. You do that? 
Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month. But all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. This is what I want y'all to do. This is how the exercise works. It's very simple. I want you to close your eyes. Close your eyes. And I want you to envision your biggest, greatest most unimaginable dream in your life. Do you see it? Can you smell it? Can you feel it? Open your eyes. It's yours. Because if you've seen it, that means it's already happened. And since it's already happened, all you have to do is find a way to get it. And it doesn't matter if you don't get it tomorrow. You got your whole life to get it. And like I said before, as long as you don't quit, you never fail. Dead Ass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Dead Ass the Podcast and never miss a thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. You know that I feel like it's important to express yourself. You got to put your true self out there. And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do that. That's right. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know it doesn't get any more comfortable than the Croc clogs and sandals. They are just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit Crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms.